Shas Illuminated presents the following shir by Rabbi Meir Turin. Maseches Beitza has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Yossi Friedman, the Nishmas, Menachem Ben Yosef, and Tzina Devorah Bas Yechiel. The Gemara Maseches Bey on Daf Chaf Tes Amad Aleph is in the midst of a discussion which began on Chaf Ches Amad Beis on the bottom of the Amad in the Mishnah. The Mishnah teaches us Halacha a person is not allowed on Yantif to tell the butcher, wait for me at dinner's worth of Basar. He could just shech the animal into Tzarech Eichel Nefesh to provide for Yantif, and they could split it amongst the people, but they cannot mention a price. Rashi explains, On Yantif, one is not allowed to mention the price of an item. And the Taisis Yantav asks a very powerful question on our Mishnah. He says, Tma'ini, it is wondrous by me. He says, We already learned in a Mishnah on Chaf Zayin Amibayz on the bottom. Ein One is not allowed to be Nimna on an animal on Yantif. We are allowed to be nimna upon the animal from Arab Yantif, and then shacht it and split it amongst the people on Yantif. And the Gemara had explained over there, what does the Mishnah mean by Ein Nimnin al Chatril Yantif? Rabbi Yehuda Marshmul had explained, Ein Paiskin Damim Chatrila al Yantif. One is not allowed to set a price on an animal, Chatrila on Yantif. Rashi over there had explained, because Mekahu Memkar is Asr on Shabbos and Yantif. To, to do a sale and a transaction is Asr on Shabbos and Yantif. If so, Zakatais is Yantif. We already learned this halacha, that there is a problem of setting a price. Already in the Mishnah Chavzayin Amabez. So what is our Mishnah Chavches Amabez adding more to that which you already know? The Taisis Yantif says, don't attempt to make a distinction that the Mishnah on Chavzayin Amabez of Ein Nimnin Al-Behem al is talking about a group of people going ahead and setting a price for an animal. And I would have thought perhaps that this Isser is only applicable when it's a group of people buying an animal together from a person and setting a price. However, if it's just one individual going to the butcher and saying, dinner basar, give me a piece of meat for a dinner, perhaps I would have said there is no Isser. He says, because there's no Svar to be Machalak between the two. Why would I say that there's any difference? If there's a problem of Mecca Chumemka or setting a price on Yantif, there is no Svar to say it makes a difference whether it's a large group of people or only one individual. The Taisis Yantif himself ends off with this Kasha. Now the Tzlach wants to give an answer for the question of the Taisis Yantiv, that what is the Mishnah on Chavchetz on the base adding any more than what we've already been taught in the Mishnah on Chavzayin on the base? The Tzlach writes on Chavchetz on the base, based on what I wrote previously in the Mishnah on Chavzayin on the base, it will resolve this question of the Taisis Yantiv. Now the Tzlach previously on Chavzayin on the base had two Ha'aris on the Mishnah. Number one, he said, the language the Mishnah uses is very interesting. One is not allowed to be nimna on an animal, which the Gemara explains this to mean one cannot set a price for an animal. He says, what is this Lashon of Lechatchila? It should just say, one cannot set a price for an animal on Yantif. And he says, number two, what exactly is the Chiddush of the end of the Mishnah over there in Chavzayin on the Beis? The Mishnah ends off, 
One could set a price from Erev Yantif and split it on Yantif. Obviously, he says, if the price was set from before Yantif, what's the Havamina that this should present a problem? Over there, the Tzlach explains a beautiful Chiddush in the Mishnah Chav Zayin of Beis. The Tzlach says, the case is where from Erev Yantif, they said to the person who was selling the animal the following. They stood next to the Tabach and they told them, listen, if tomorrow we need meat, so we want you to agree now on Erev Yantif, that if we'll need meat on Yantif, you'll give us this animal for such and such amount of money. And therefore, the Chiddush over here is, that based on this, the price that they set up from Erev Yantif, they could go ahead on Yantif and sort of close the deal and take the animal from him on Yantif. It says, number one, that resolves what the Chiddush is in the Seifa. There is a Chiddush involved over here. Because after all, they did not close the deal yet in Erev Yantif. They just said, like a tonight, that if we'll see we'll need meat, we want you ready to decide now on the price on this animal. And number two, it resolves the Diyak at the beginning of the Mishnah. The Mishnah means to stress that the whole issue is to set a price if however you're just closing the deal that the deal basically was already set from Erev Yantiv there is no concern of Mekah Memkar. therefore the Tzach says based on that when we come to the Mishnah it is telling us a big Chiddush the Mishnah means to say that though we've established that as long as already there was a piece of Dhamim, they already decided on a price from before Yantif, they could go ahead and close the deal, so to speak, on Yantif. However, the Mishnah comes to tell us, though that is permissible, however, to mention the price itself, that itself is a problem on Yantif, even though the price was already set from before Yantif. But you're not supposed to be mazkir, even the price and value of things on Yantif. And that is an entirely different Chiddush, which we did not see previously in the Mishnah on Chazayin on the base. Now Rabbi Yashiv writes in his Ha'aris over here on Masechtas Be'a, that he would have said another answer, the Pshitas, to answer up the question of the Taisis Yantif, what is the Chiddush being added in our Mishnah on Chavtas on the base. Rabbi Yashiv says the Mishnah on Chazayin on the base is talking about when you're setting a price to an animal, which means you cannot be placing damim on an animal on Yantif. Like Rashi says, it's mekachumemkar, to establish the price of an animal, how much you're going to sell it for. And that is the Isser mentioned on Chavzayin Mabez. However, the Mishnah on Chavchesam Mabez is talking about there already is a set value to the piece of meat. Everyone knows that a pound of meat costs a dinner. And the person is just telling the Tabach, weigh me the amount of meat that equals a dinner. And there the extra chiddush over here in the Mishnah is, that Afil Hachi is an Isabifne Atzmai of even mentioning meat equals a dollar. Even mentioning Shem Damim, that itself is prohibited on Yantif. However, Rabbi Yashiv then asks on his own shot, if we're being Mechadish Dr. Rabbi Yashiv, and the Mishnah on Chavches on the Beis is a step further, and even though it's already established the price for a certain amount of meat, but still it is forbidden for a person even to mention shame damim, to say, weigh me the amount of meat that equals a dinner. So if so, now we have a question in the reverse. Let the Gemara just say the Mishnah of dinner A person cannot even say to the Tabach, Weigh me the amount of meat that equals a dinner. And then I'll know for a kosher cane, most definitely we cannot establish a price for meat on Yantif. Most definitely that is Mecca Chumemkar itself. 
Amar Yasha says to defend this pshat, he says it's from a Dayak in the Mishnah. The Mishnah, there's a Shina between the Mishnah on Chav Zayin on the Beis and the Mishnah on Chav Ches on the Beis. The Mishnah on Chav Zayin on the Beis just says, Ein Nimnen al Behemel Chatril Biyantif. One cannot go ahead and set a price for an animal on Yantif. It does not mention who you're buying the animal from. Yet the Mishnah on Chav Ches on the Beis is midaktik to write, a person cannot tell the butcher, weigh me the amount of meat that equals a dinner. Reliasha says, therefore, if we just would have had the mission on Chav Chesam perhaps that though I would have said that I see a chiddish, that it's even to mention the amount of money is a problem, weigh me the amount of meat that equals a dinner, but perhaps I would have made a mistake and said that this isser is limited only when someone is doing business with an actual butcher, because that looks like a real Mecca However, when it comes to just buying an animal off stama person, perhaps I would have said Chazal did not make their gzeira of Isser Mecca and therefore we need the Mishnah Chazayin on Beis as well to teach us that whoever you go to on Yantif, whoever you're buying the animal from, even not from an established butcher, is still his prohibition to be Paisik Damim to set a price on the animal on Yantif. Now the Rajvan is safe for Avedis HaKadosh, brings down from the Yushalmi that the Yushalmi had an entirely different explanation in the Mishnah on Chav Zayin on the Beis. That when the Mishnah on Chav Zayin on the Beis says, it does not mean like the Bavli understood that we're talking about that on Yantif they're establishing a price for the sale of the animal. But rather it's talking about even without piece of Daman. Rather, it's talking about that it's usher to have a group go ahead and be nimna, come together and decide that this is going to be the animal that they're going to get. He says, because there's a problem that it looks like a maisachal. It looks like something getting involved, which you do during the weekday. In fact, the Prichadash and Simon Tafkuf writes that the Bavli is mashma, that it argues with Yishalmi on this point. Because the Bavli is mashma, the whole isr of Ein Nimnan Allah Behem Chatril Biyantiv is only when there's a Psikas Damim, when there's a price being set. Because the Bavli understands the whole isr could only be an issue of Mecca Chumemkar. However, Stam, to have a group of people decide that together this is going to be the animal that they're eventually going to get, there would be no problem of Uvdu Dechel. Perhaps we can say that based on the Taisis Yantiv's Ha'ara, Perhaps the Yushalmi did not want to learn the previous Mishnah of Zayin of Beis, that it's talking about the Isser of Mecca Chumemkar. Because the Yushalmi felt that already is included in the Chiddush of the Mishnah of Beis. If on Chav Chesam Beis I see Le'yoyim Adun Le'tabach, Shkoyli B'dinar Basar, it's even forbidden to tell the butcher, weigh for me the amount of meat that equals to a dinner, so, Kol most definitely there's a problem to go ahead on Yantif to establish a price on an animal. And therefore, perhaps that was the Makar of the Yushalmi to learn that on Chazayin on the Beis, the mission doesn't mean anything to do with Mekkah Memkar, but rather, Ein Nimna Abahem Lachatchil Biyantif is a new Isser, Al-Tzuvda Dechel. Bir Alacha writes in Simen Tafkuf that though we don't paskin like the Yushalmi, however, Lachatchil, there is an Indian to be Chayshish for the words of the so it's coming out from our sugya that there's this Isser of Mecca, Chumemkar, and Shabbos, and Yantif. And there's an Isser which is in this over here in our Mishnah. Then even if one is just Mazker Shem Damim, that is Aser as well. Now as far as this Iker Isser of Mecca, Chumemkar, the Rabbim in Parakhlaf Gimel Mehuch Shabbos, Halacha Yebez, writes the following. 
The reason why Chazal forbade us to go ahead and be Isaac and Mekach and Memkar is Gezeira Shemayichtev Gezeira that we might come to writing. Now the Shal Shubas Chasam Seifer in Chayshem Mishmat Simen Kuf Tzadihei writes the following: There was a fellow who would go ahead and have his store opened on Shabbos. The Chasam Seifer writes: This person is Bechal Machali Shabbos and Yantif. It's as if he's being mechavel Shabbos with something which is mafurish in the pasuk. Why is this so? Zaktuch some cipher based on the Ramban in Parshas Emor. The Ramban writes on the pasuk Shabbos and Zichr and Trua. Zaktuch the Ramban. Shenitztavinu menatayra liyislanu menucha biyamtiv afilu midvarim she'enam melacha. The Ramban writes that what the Torah is being mechadished us in this pasuk is that there is an obligation to have menucha and yamtiv even from things which don't fall into the regular category of Malacha. The person should not be busy the whole day, filling up his barrel full of wine, measuring Paris fruits. And imagine you have a city surrounded by a wall, which doors are closed at night, therefore it has the status of Rishus HaYachid. People will be schlepping in on Yantiv all sorts of packages of fruit. The marketplace will be bustling with people selling. The stores will be open. The store owner will be taking down credit. And you'll have the money changed with their money in front of them. You'll have workers getting up to do work. And Yantiv, instead of being Yantiv, will be like a regular weekday. Even Shabbos itself. All the things mentioned above don't fall under the regular category of Malacha. Therefore, the Ramban says that Torah is Mechadishta, Shabbosayin, Zichrein Trua. That Yantiv should be a day of Shvisa and Menucha, not a day where one is Matriach with Melacha. He says, Though we find in Chazal, the Gemara says that Mekach Memkar is Asr on Shabbos merely Midrabanan, Zakdaramban, that is only Bakrai. For once in a while, a person to purchase something from his friend, then it only falls under the category of the Rabbanan. However, the Ramban is mashma, that if it will be bekviyos, that would fall under the Isr Taira of Shabbosayin. There's a chiyav to be rest on Shabbos. The Chsam Seifer says, based on this Ramban, someone who keeps his store open on Shabbos is considered a Mechal Shabbos Midairaisa, as far as all the halachas that apply to a person who Mechal Shabbos Midairaisa. However, of Simcha Banim Kohn Shlita, in his Sefer on Hilcha Shabbos, which is, deals with in Yonei Havais, in Chelek Aleph, in Ice 4, writes from the Ritvan Mesechus Rosh Hashanah, however, on the Aflam and Beis on the Beis, is Mashma, he understood the Ramban different than the understanding of the Chesam Seifer in the Ramban. Because the Ritzvah writes that this, that Shvus, is only Midrabanan, that is only each Prat, each individual Halacha that Chazal gave us that falls under Shvus. However, the Ritzvah writes, if someone goes ahead 
and is not shayvis mikol davar, from everything he's not shayvis, then it falls under the category da'iraisa, that he made this day like a regular weekday, and he's over the din of Shabbosim. However, the ritva is mashma, that if someone keeps some things yes and some things not, he says that the Ramban over there would hold, that's only the Rambanon. So in the case of the Chassam Seifer, where the person just keeps open his store on Shabbos, but it doesn't say that he transgresses anything else that falls under the Isr Shvus. So Rasim Chobanim says, based on the Ritva, it would sound like the person would not be transgressing something which is considered a Shvus Minatayra. And this same logic, the Megillah Sefer as well, in his Sefer, Simon Pebei, Sifkatin Aleph, echoes the same logic that Rasim Chobanim Kohn is saying, that he feels as well that from the Ritva will be Mashma, that the only time the Ramban held that one transgresses the Isr Shvus Midaraisa is if someone makes the entire day into like a regular weekday. However, if he only does not keep certain things, but certain things he does keep, that will not fall under a shvus de raisa. Now, Allah, we know that there's an Isser of Mecca Chumemkra on Shabbos, and that's Negea even Lutzerach Mitzvah. And this is dealt with in the Mishnabura in Simen Shinvav Sifkat Olamid Beis, which is very Negea Lachalamayisa as far as selling Aliyahs and Shul on Shabbos and Yantif. The Mishavur writes, When it comes to selling off Aliyas in Shul, some say it is Asr, some say it is Mutter. And the Svar of those who say that it is not included in Mecca Chumemkar is because they say, Only when there is an actual physical thing which is being transferred, that is included in the prohibition of Mecca Chumemkar. However, when it comes to selling an aliyah, where there is no actual object which is being transferred, therefore it does not fall under the category of Mecca Chumemkar. And therefore the Mishimura feels that in a place where the men is to sell aliyah, a person should not be meicha against them. Now, the Archa Shulchan as well, in Simon Shin Vav Sif Tesvav, talks about Mechiras HaMitzvahis, and he writes, The Malkim Shemarchan HaMitzvahis in the place in shows where they sell the Mitzvahis, Yesh Megangavim some people frown upon it, and they say this should be included in the prohibition of Mecca Humemkar. After all, it seems like a regular sale. This one bids this amount, this one bids a higher amount. He says, however, it is not included in the category of Mecca Humemkar. He says, because for a different Svara, is there really value, monetary value to an aliyah? He says, it's really just like the person is saying, if I'll be zaychah to get the aliyah, I'll give a certain amount of money of tzedakah to the shul. But not that there is actual value to the items that are being sold, and therefore, the Arach HaSholchan ends off, Minag Yisrael Taira, Ein Lefakvik was a klal, one does not have to have any hesitation about it. And he says, however... It's pasha by him that to sell a seat in a shul on Shabbos and Yantif, that definitely would be forbidden. That would be mamish considered like a regular case of Mecca Chumemka. He says, over there you're actually buying something. You're buying the rights of sitting in that place, having that place to be your seat. He says, however, other mitzvahs like Dalil Latira, Hagba, Galila, opening up the Arn Kaidesh, all these things are mutter, and it's only considered just like a tzedakah ba'alma, and it's not considered b'chol iser of Mecca Chumemkar on Shabbos and Yantif. Now, Hu'ad Din Tzveri Negea, Rav Simcha writes, 
Someone who wants to go on Shabbos and Yantif into a store and to get some items. Or Lamashal, this is very Negea. Some people on Shabbos and Yantif, there are restaurants that are open on Shabbos and Yantif. People want to go there and eat their Shabbos meal. The thing is that it's also for him to say, give me $5 worth of candy. Or if you say, give me a $50 meal, a meal that's worth $50. And this is also because based on the lacha that we've learned in the mission today, that even if we're not actually making a psika, we're not setting a price. However, even to the mazker shame damim, even though you're just way, the way you're identifying the type of meal is you're saying, give me a $50 meal and for Friday night, that is bachal the isr of the mazker shame damim. All he would be able to say is, for example, give me 10 apples in a case where he's going into a store, or give me a Friday night meal, a standard Friday night meal, and the bow will take care after Shabbos about, you're not allowed to say payment, but you could say, well, we'll go ahead and work it out after Shabbos. Now, even though Rav Simcha Banam Kohn Shlita writes in a Sefer, that in any event, one should not be masked or shamed on him, he himself explains that really the sheet of the Ramah and Simon Shinchaf Gimel Siftalit is that it's mutter to go ahead and be mentioned shame damim. If you're just trying to identify something, you're saying, I want a $50 meal, that is mutter according to the Ramah, as long as you're not setting a price. However, since the Mishnabura over there in Sifkat and Chaf brings down that many Achroinim are machmer like the sheet of the Machaber, that it is asr to be masker shame damim. Even in the case where you're not making a psika, you're not establishing a price, even if you're just saying it as a way of identifying of what type of meal you want to have. So therefore, Allah, the Mishabura says one should be machmer and not mention shame damim in any event. However, the Mishabura does write, If you see someone go into the restaurant on Friday night and say, give me a $50 meal, one does not, should not be Micha because they have what to be Saimachan, the Shita of the Ramah. And really, this question is really totally on where we began in the beginning of the share, how to understand the Mishnah when it says, Is it talking about that there's already established price for the thing of meat? And he's just telling the person, he's identifying the type of meat, he wants a dinner worth of meat. And therefore, the Mishnah would be saying a Chiddush, that even just to be Mazka Shem Damim, that also is included in the Isser. Or perhaps the Mishnah is Dafka talking about where they're establishing a price on Shabbos. And only in such a case would it be an issue. That seemingly that's how the Ramah understood. But Akopanim, therefore, a person himself should be machmer and not be masker shem dam in Bechlal on Shabbos. However, if he sees someone else not doing that, Mishabur writes, he should not be Maicha because they have a Mashi Yismachu. The child as well could be Negea, a kid, a child in camp. And it comes Shabbos and he realizes that he doesn't have soda or something from the canteen. According to this, he could approach the manager of the canteen on Shabbos and he could tell him, please let me have a large bottle of soda and three pieces of candy. Rav writes, and he could tell him we'll come to terms with you after Shabbos. Not to mention payment, of course, but he could mention those words, we'll come to terms with you after Shabbos. Now the Rish Yosef has a different ha'ara on our Mishnah. Our Mishnah talks about that the issue would be to be mazka shem damim le'yoyim adon le'tavach shkoli b'dinner basar. And Rashi says the issue is that you're being mazka shem damim. And the question is, l'chayra, there's another issue in the Mishnah. After all, the Mishnah previously on the Avchavches Amaralev taught us 
that according to the Chachamim, there's a prohibition to weigh things on Shabbos and Yantif. So if so, even forgetting about the fact that he's Maska Shem Damim, how is it permissible for him to tell him, Shkoyli, the dinner basar, weigh for me the amount of meat of a dinner. L'chayre, not allowed to weigh on Shabbos and Yantif. On this, the Reish Yosef answers that perhaps the Kavana of the Mishnah is not that you're telling the Tamach, the butcher, to actually weigh for you the meat with a clee, with a skill. But rather the Kavana is the butcher will take in his hand an amount that he feels equals a dinner. And this halacha is that it's mutter. However, the Reish Yosef writes that the sheet of the Ran previously on Ches of an Aleph is that even to be shaykel biyad is also included in the prohibition of weighing on Shabbos and Yantiv. And according to the Ran, we have to understand what is pshat in our Mishnah. However, the Reish Yosef writes, if you look carefully in the Ran in our Mishnah, the girsa of the Ran in our Mishnah resolves this issue. Because the Ran's girsa, instead of shikoli b'dinner basar, is actually mecharli b'dinner basar. And therefore, the Ranli Shitase, there is no question. The only issue is Haskar has Damim, and there is no issue of weighing because he did not tell him to weigh me the amount of meat that equals a dinner, but rather he just told him, sell me the amount of meat that equals a dinner, and the whole issue is just Haskar has Shem Damim. The Mishnah on Chavtes Amad Aleph teaches us the halacha, the Tanakama holds, A person can tell his friend on Yontif, Fill me up this kli, midah, but not with a midah. Now in the Gemara, there are two Lishayinahs how to understand these words of the Tanakama, Avalaibamida. According to the Lishnakama, which is Rabbi Yehuda Marshmuel, he says, Laibamidah means a person cannot use a kli that is miyuchad lamida, a kli which was already used as a measuring cup. However, a keli, which is just aime lamida, something which was not yet used as a measuring cup, it's just sort of there as a backup. If the measuring cup will break, he will use this in its place. That, even according to Tanakama, is permissible to be used on Yantif. However, according to the Lishna Basra, which is Rava's opinion, the Tanakama permits even filling up in a Kli, which is Miyuchad Lumida. And the Mishnah only means to say the Lebemida, that it's forbidden to be Mazker Shemida. When he's asking him to fill up the cup, he cannot say, fill me up the pound worth that fills up this cup, or a liter worth, a measurement. That is not allowed to be mentioned. Now it comes out that according to the Lishna Basra, which is the opinion of Rava, according to Tanakama, who we Paskin like, it is mutter to fill up even in a keli, which is miyachilamida, a keli which is used as a measuring cup, and the only prohibition is only to be mazkir shem mida. Now, if you look, however, in the riff, the riff on the one hand, Paskin's like the Lishna Basra, Paskin's like Rava, and yet the riff seems to say it is only mutter to fill up in a keli, which is aymed lamida, a keli which is standing there as a backup, to an actual keli which was used to measure with. The Lashon of the Rif is, Maya v'loi b'mida, Amar Rava, Sholayazker lai shem mida. The prohibition is to mention the amount of the mida. Aval kliha aymed l'mida yimalenu. However, a keli which is aymed l'mida could be filled. Which Ba'emis the Ran over there on the Rif asks, According to the Lishna Basra, it comes out, that it is mutter to fill up, according to the Tanakama, even a keli, which is miyuchilamida. So why does the riff say that the heter is limited only to a keli, which is aymilamida? 
And he says, Ba'amis is Mufurish in the Rambam, in Paragdal Mihilkashvisas Yamtif, like I'm saying. What does the Ram mean to say? The Rambam in Paragdal Mihilkashvisas Yantif Halakhachaf Aleph writes the following one is not allowed to buy from the Balchanus on Yantif with a measuring or a Mishkal or a weight. Al Ketzeru Aisa, what does he do? He tells the store owner, fill me up this container. The next day he gives him its value. The Raman continues, Even if it was a utensil, which is for measuring, it's already being used as a measuring container. It's allowed to be filled up. Provided he does not discuss the measurements, it is mutter to fill up even in a keli, which is miyuchilamida. If so, asks the Ran on the Rif, according to you, the Rif, who passes like Rabbah, the Lishna Basra, why do you only write that the Hatter is only in a Kalu which is Aymid which the Hainu is a Kalu which was not yet used for measuring, if after all the Hatter includes even a Kalu which is Miyuchid Lamida? On this, the Ran writes that nearly we have to say in explaining the Pshat in the Rif that the Rif's going to hold like this. The Rif holds that this whole hetzer that we say, that even a keli, which is meyuchir lemida, which is already used for measuring, is allowed to be filled on yantiv, that whole hetzer only extends to a case when the lekeach, the one coming to purchase, is taking this measuring container from the meicher, and he's taking the actual container back to his house. And in fact, he says that is very meduik in the Lashon of the Mishnah, a person tells his friend, fill me up this container, which is mashma. He's getting the container filled up, and then he's bringing that very same container back home. And only over there does the Lishna Basra hold that even a keli that's miyuchir lumida, the lekeach is allowed to go ahead and fill it up and bring home that actual container. However, even according to the Lishna Basra, if you're dealing with the case where the meicha, the seller, is going to take the keli miyuchel lamida and pour it off into the kelim of the lekeach. That looks too much like mekach memkar, which is prohibited on yantiv. He says, therefore, the riff, when he says, the riff is stressing that the hatter to go ahead and take the keli of the meicha and pour from it its contents into the keli of the lekeach that is limited, even according to Lishna Basra, only to a keli, which is Aymed Lamida. And the truth is, this is how the Mechaber, Paskins, and Shulchan Aruch, and Simon Shinchav Gimel, Sif Aleph, like the understanding of the Ran in the Rif. He says, It is permissible for someone to tell his friend, Fill me up this container full of food or drink, even if it's a keli on lamida, it's a measuring cup, which is used as a measuring cup. However, This is only permitted when the lekeach then takes this measuring cup of the seller and he brings home the actual cup. And goes without saying, if the Lekach will bring his own utensil from his house, <coughs> and he'll have it filled up, that that's permitted as well. However, the Mechaber says clearly, However, for the Mechaber to fill up in a Kehle, which is and pour it off into the Kehle of the Lekach, that is forbidden, even like the Lishna Basra.
Now there are more over there in Simon Shinchaf Gimel writes that some are mekel and they hold that as long as you're not being mechaven to the midah legamri, you put a little bit less or a little bit more than the actual measuring cup. So then even to be moided in a keli that's miyuchad lemidah of the meicher and to pour it off into the kelim of the lekeach, that as well would be permitted on Yantif. And he says, so is the minuk pashit. However, the taz over there in Sifkat and Aleph is very bothered by this at the Ramah, right? He says he doesn't understand the Ramah. The Ramah starts off that the hat there is because they're not medaktik to have an exact amount. He says, however, if you look around the minnow that people are naik is that they're very medaktik when they take it in a midah, when they take it in a measuring cup. And he brings down that the Yam Shoshoyma as well in the Sechtis Bay over here in Parak Ein Sadden writes, the Ha'inna and today, Vavanisenu Harabim, people are very megal when it comes to filling up and measuring cups. And they say, and they say, measure me out X amount or half of that amount. And no one stops them and says, you know, this is a problem. One is not allowed to go ahead and do this on Shabbos and Yantiv. Now the Aruch HaShulchan as well, in Simen Shinchaf Gimel, brings down from the Ramah, that the Ramah writes, there's a minu l'hakel, even to take the midah of the Meicher and pour into the kalim of the Lekeach. However, he writes that the G'dol Yachreinim, her Ishwalzeh, made a big tumble about this, the Taz, the Yam Shoshaymai, and he says, Ba'amis, this is not the minute at all by us, but rather the Lekeach takes his kli, and after Shabbos they measure it, and he says that is the proper way how to do it, the Lord Lashanais, and not to change from that minute. Now it comes out in the Gemara that according to the Lishnakama of Rabbi Yehuda Marshmuel, according to the Tanakama, it is only asa to use a kli hamayuchid lamida. However, a keli which is just aime lamida is mutter. However, Rabbi Yehuda is machmer, and Rabbi Yehuda says even a keli which is just aime lamida is also asa. And that the Gemara says, it would seem to come out, that according to Rabbi Yehuda, we are machmer when it comes to Simchas Yantiv, and according to the Rabbanon, the Rabbanon are mekel. However, the Gemara asks Astira to what we learned previously on Daf Chavches Amad Aleph. Over there we had machaikas between Rabbi Yehuda and the Rabbanon, when it comes to weighing a piece of meat on Yantiv, where Rabbi Yehuda had said, adam A person can weigh a piece of meat, not using a regular weight, but using a utensil, a knife, or a meat cleaver, because that is a shinoi, since you're not weighing it the normal way with a weight, the melech's mutter on yantif. Now the Rabbanan said it was aser. So from there it would seem, Rabbi Yehuda is the mekel, and the Rabbanan are the machmirim. Bukhari, we have a contradiction between the Rabbanan and Rabbi Yehuda. On that, the Gemara had answered, the Rabbi Yehuda had the Rehuda like Kasha, and the Rabbanan had the Rabbanan like Kasha. According to Rabbi Yehuda, there's no contradiction. Over there, by the case of the Maznayim, the case of the skill, it's talking about that the Kaifetz and the Sakin is not immediately Ishtamish as a weight. And therefore, Rabbi Yehuda says it's permitted. However, over here, we're talking about a kli that's aymid That's standing, it's ready to be used as a measuring thing. It just wasn't used yet. But it's aymid that stand to replace it. And therefore, Rabbi Yehuda says it's aser. And the Rabbanan, on the Rabbanan as well, is no contradiction, the Gavara says. Over there, one is doing ovdin dechayl by using the maznaim, by using the skill. Mashenkin over here, he's not ovdin dechayl because it's not layatativay of this kliyat to be used as a midah. Now, the Sefer Mishmeris Mayed says a very beautiful explanation over here 
how to understand what exactly is the Gemara's Tirutzim in Rabbi Yehuda and in the Rabbanan. And he says, this Teretz the Gemara gives is not just a Teretz Ba'ama, but rather the Gemara is encapsulating the actual Yisait of the Machaikas between Rabbi Yehuda and the Rabbanon, how are we to understand the Geder when Chazal Asr weighing things and measuring things on Yamtiv? And according to Rabbi Yehuda, the Geder of the Isser of Mishkal and Midah is one thing, and Mimela, that's how it presents itself in these two different cases. And according to the Rabbanon, the Rabbanon have an entirely different Geder. And he explains as follows. According to Rabbi Yehuda, the gather of the Isser of Mishkal Umida, which Chazal Asr'd, the Iker Isser is not dependent upon whether it seems to us like the person is being involved in doing something which is Uvda the Chal, something which is done during the weekday. But rather, according to Rabbi Yehuda, even though the Isser of the Isser of Mishkal Umida, yes, is because it's something which people do during the weekday, and it's a problem of Mecca Humemkar, people go ahead and sell this way. However, when Chazal established the Isser, the gather of the Isser is, it has to fall under the parameters of measuring and weighing. And therefore, in the case of the Kafmaz Naim, on Chafches Amid Aleph, when you're dealing with a skill, but instead of using a weight, instead he uses on the other side of the meat a knife or a kaifitz or a meat cleaver, since this is not a normal way how to weigh meat, it's not Aymed the Mishkal, this is not a Mishkal Yadua, and a person wants to weigh meat, he takes a thing that was set beforehand, a weight, which has a set amount to it. And therefore, this does not fall under the parameters of doing an action of weighing. Masha Enkein, Rabbi Yehuda says, in the case of our Mishnah, where it's a Kliya Aymed Lamida, it's a measuring cup, and it's Aymed to be used eventually as a measuring cup, even though it wasn't used yet. However, if you will fill wine in it, Saif Saif, at the end of the day, it's considered a real action, the Maisa of Medida, an action of measuring. Therefore, according to Rabbi Yehuda, that falls under the Isra that Chazal said. In other words, according to Rabbi Yehuda, at the end of the day, the Isra of Mishkal Lamida, we have to look at it as the action itself does it fall under the parameters of an action of weighing and an action of midah? Mashenkin, according to the Rabbanon, the Rabbanon say the gather of the Isser is not totally whether it has a shame mishkul or shame midah. It's totally if the act the person is doing is an act which is done during the weekday. Calls man that to the appearance of people, the way it seems is he's doing an act of uvdulachal. Chazal answered it, even though it doesn't fall under the normal parameters of weighing. Therefore, by the case of the kafmas naim, where a person has a weight, and what he's doing is with a skill, he's putting a piece of meat on one side, and on the other side, he's placing the clay keli or the kaifitz, the meat cleaver, since sometimes a person does know the weight. So that's enough that that could be viewed as an action. It's Avik of the Nechal, he's doing an action of weighing meat. Bottom line is, he's doing an action of weighing meat. The Hainu, in the appearance, the way it seems to us, when people look at it, what's happening, this person is doing of the Nechal, he's weighing meat on Yantif. According to Rabbi Yehuda, it's not totally in how it seems to us, whether it seems to us that this person is involved in the action of weighing meat. But according to Rabbi Yehuda, the gather of the Isser is dependent upon the fact whether this falls under the parameters in of itself, uh, action of weighing. And therefore, since the derech of weighing meat is with a mishkal, with a set weight, and over here you don't have a set weight, therefore, according to Rabbi Yehuda, it falls out of the Isra. It's not Bechal, the Isra that Chazal gave. According to the Rabbanon, we don't view the fact whether this is a normal way of weighing or not. Whether this falls under the parameters of a normal thing which we call weighing meat on Yantif. But rather, the idea is, as long as in people's eyes, the way people see it, he's doing of the Dechal, he's doing an action 
portion like people do during the weekday of weighing meat, so that itself presents a problem. When it comes to the case of filling up a cup of wine, which is just a since over there was not yet used as a midah, therefore when people seem taking something which is not yet used as a midah and filling it up, Rashi says, it's not known yet about this keli that it's something which is used for a midah. This person never uses it yet to weigh things, to measure things. Therefore, according to the Rabbi Huda and the Rabbana, an opposite falls out over here. According to Rabbi Huda, the Iker is not telling what people see it as, but rather does this have a mice as the action itself could we categorize the action as a normal action of measuring. So yes, since this is a Kalush, is Ayman Lamida, it's a measuring cup, which is Ayman to be used eventually as a measuring cup. It is a measuring cup. It just wasn't used yet as a measuring cup. Therefore, it can have a shame mice an action of measuring. Ashenk and according to the Rabban and Iker is not telling in the action. And the Iker is telling is what it looks like to people. And since this measuring cup was not yet used, therefore it is perfectly mutter according to the Rabbanan. According to the Mishmeris Maid, this very same logic follows through in the Lishan of Basra as well. Where the Lishan of Basra of Rava, where Rava had explained that according to the Rabbanan, is mutter to fill up even a keli which is miyuchid lamida, as long as you don't mention a shemida. And yet the Rabbanan say that when it comes to the maznaim, it is aser. And the reason is that when it comes to the maznaim, at the end of the day, what it appears to people is you have a piece of meat on one side and you're weighing with a keli on the other side. It looks like you're measuring the weight of the meat. Asha'enken, even if I have a keli which is miyuchid lamida, which is thing is set aside for measuring, the Gemara says, however, since the derech of a person is sometimes to fill up a kelim yuchel lamida and to drink a cup of wine, since he's not mazker shemi, he doesn't say fill me up so in this amount a liter's worth of wine. Rather, he just says fill me up this keli. And therefore, since the way it, in people's eyes it could be seen as just a person taking a drink of wine, according to the rabban, that's not us, and this fits in beautifully according to the mishmeres maid. According to the way he explains, the, according to the rabban, the say of the iser is we have to view how it looks in people's eyes. That is the aside of the Isra of the Dachau when it comes to measuring and weighing things. Mashenkin, according to Rabbi Yehuda, it's not dependent upon how it seems in our eyes, but rather the action itself is it defined inherently as an action of weighing or an action of measuring, and since it is, therefore, according to Rabbi Yehuda, it is Aser. The Gemara tells us further, he gathered together 300 barrels of wine because when a person pours wine, generally it foams up. And therefore, Abishol ben Bittnis held that it was a problem for him. He filled up people's barrels with wine and they did not wait around for him in order for stuff to come down. When they got home, it was a little bit less than a regular full barrel. And his friends gathered together 300 barrels of shemen, meimitsumidas, when it comes to oil, sometimes things stick on the bottom of the barrel. And they brought it in front of the Gizbarim to Yerushalayim. Rashi explains, they brought it to the Gizbarim, that the Gizbarim should take it and use it for Tzarech Hektish. Rashi says further, the reason why they were not Makdashit, because they felt they, were not, they don't have the ability to Makdashit to Hektish, because it does not belong to them. And Rashi says further, even if the owner was Miyayish, however, there still would be an issue of Sayne Gazal Ba'ilah. Rashi means that which you learned in Mesech the Sukkah on Daflamidam and Aleph, where the Mishnah there, Mesech the Sukkah, had taught us Alacha that a Luv Hagazal is possible, a stolen Luv is possible. And the Gemara over there explained, Bishlam and Yantif Rishon, I understand why a stolen Luv is possible, because it says Lachem, it has to belong to you. However, Yantif Shani, why should it be prohibited? The Gemara says, because there's a new Isser, a problem of Mitzvah Habba Bavera. 
Like it says in the Pasuk, Veveisen Gazel Vesapiseach Vesachayla. It says when HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, you'll bring Karbanis in the wrong way, stolen Karbanis, and Karbanis that are lame. So the Gemara Darshan's Gazel Dumyud Biseach. Just like a lame animal, there is no Takana. There's no way it could be brought as a Karban because it has a Mum Kavua. So to a stolen object, lastly, Takara makes no difference if it's before Yish or after Yish. Either way, there's an issue of bringing it as a karma. And the Gemara explains, Bishleim before Yish, I understand why there's an issue for the Gazlan to give it to Hektish, because it says, Adam ki Yaakov mikem, Amar Achman, it has to belong to you. And this does not belong to the person, but after Yish, Lechaira, the Gazlan now acquires it through Yish, through the giving up hope of the Nigzal, the person who was stolen from. Gemara says, obviously we see a new concept that it's still a problem because of mitzvah baba vera. And the Gemara says further, says, What's the meaning of the Pasuk? says, I hate gezel when it's brought as ayla. A marshal to a king, a basavadam, who was passing by a toll booth. And he told his servants, give some money to the tolls. So they asked him, why do you have to give money to the tolls? Everything is owned by you. He said, yes, but from me, everyone else should learn and not go ahead and try to hold themselves back and get away out of giving the tolls. So to HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, Even though everything belongs to me anyways, from me, people will learn and hold themselves and keep themselves far away from stealing. So therefore we understand, like over here they felt it cannot be Makdashit, because even if it would be after Yush, there would still be a concern of Sine Gazel Ba'ila. Then the Masha asks a very strong question over here. If the case was, if their concern was, that they were not able to give it to Hektish, because it was Sine Gazel Ba'ila, even if it was after Yush, but it was Sine Gazel Ba'ila, did not belong to them, if so, what did it help to bring it to the Gizbarim? The Gizbarim have that same issue. That the Gizbarim also cannot be Makdashit because it does not belong to them. And even if you'll tell me if it's after Yish, but still, it still should be an issue of Sine Gezel Ba'ila. So what were they thinking of accomplishing by bringing it to the Gizbarim? This, the Prima Godim as well, asks in his Sefer Rosh Yosef on the same question of the Marsha. The Marsha answers that by the Gizbarim there was a Ma'ila. There would be no issue of Sine Gezel Ba'ila. Why? Because by the Gizbarim themselves, you had a Mila that it was Yish Vishine Rishos. The din is that even though Yish itself is a problem, that if someone steals something, even if the owner was Mayayish, now he cannot give it to Hektish because of the issue of Sine Gezel Ba'ila. However, there's a Kenyan called Yish Vishine Rishos. That if the first was a Yish and then the Shini Rishos went to someone else's Rishos, the din is that person is Kainul Gamri. And then he could go ahead and give it over to Hatish. Now, what exactly is this Kenyan of Yosh Vishina Rishos? So the Ramban and Muhammad and the Tzaysach Aishan understand this to mean the following way. The din is that Yosh itself does not work to give a Kenyan Legamri to the person who stole, because the Gemara of Abba says there is an issue of Yisura Asiliyade. Problem is that it came to the Goslin's hand when it was an Isser. And therefore, there's an issue of being kind of legamri with the Yish itself. However, once it's transferred to another Rishos, and by this second person, by him, it was not by him the Isser. By him, it came to him at a time of Heter, because after all, 
it is after the Yush of the original owner. Therefore, since by him it came to Mligamri at a time of Hatter, therefore the Yush is able to give a full Kenyan to the second person, and the second person is thereby able to be Makdishet to Hektish. However, the Taisus read in the beginning of Geisel and Michael in Mesechus Babakama is mashma a different way to understand how it works the Kenyan of Yush Vishinoi Rishos. The Taisus read actually darshan different Pasuk. He says it says in the Pasuk, Asher Gazal. You're mechuyiv to return the gzela that you stole. Zakhtar Taisus read, similar to the concept that we find, and the same way we darshan from Vaheshev as gzela Asher Gazal, that the chiyav hashava, to give back the actual object, is only when the chayfetz, the object is Asher Gazal, in the exact same form as it was when it was stolen. However, if there's a shinoi, if there's a change in the object, considered a different object, the Gemara and Baba Kama and Samach Vav Amir Aleph teaches us, shinoi is kaina. Huadin, the Taisus Rid says a chiddush. The Heishev is Akzela Asher Gazal. The Torah is saying the Chiyav Hashava is only when it remains in the hands of the person who originally stole it. However, if it now is in someone else's hands, therefore it loses the Din Hashava, and therefore the person is Kaina. However, the Taisrit says, if so, why do you first need a Yish? The Taisrit says like this, if there's no Yish from the original owner, so now when it comes into the second Rishus, the next person's Rishus' domain, he himself becomes a Goslin because the original owner did not yet give up hope. However, in a case where the original owner gave up hope on the object, and now it comes into a new person's rishos, so since there's no din hashava anymore, there's no din to give back this object, because the chiv is heishvak zeh sheh gazal, only the person who actually stole it has a din hashava, therefore the second person is kind of the chayfetz, the chayfetz becomes his. The way to understand this is, one possible way is based on the mahalach of Rebbe Chanun. Rebbe Chanun Basimin, says in a few places that the way Shinoi Kaina works, for example, in Mesechus Baba Kama and Daf Samach Vav, said really when a person steals something, really because of the Kinyane Gzela, because there are certain Kinyanim that the Torah gave to a Gazlin, really he should be kind of the object Legamri, completely. The only thing that keeps it still in the Rishos of the original owner is the Chiv HaShava, is the fact that it is an obligation for him to give it back. That goes Kinega the Kinyanim and stops the Kinyanim from being Kaina. Therefore, however, when a shinoi happens, when it's a different object, and there is no chiv hashava anymore on this object, because the Torah only says you have to give back the object, asher gazal. So therefore, the original kinyanim are kind of for the ganav, and now he just has to give back the value instead. Huadin, when it comes to a case of yish v'shinu rishos, when it comes now into the second person's rishos, since the whole chiv hashava is only to the person, asher gazal, Therefore, on the second person who came to the Shos, he's kind of the Chayfetz Legamri, and he does not have to do a Chiv HaShava, and he's kind of Nkansen. According to this, we understand the Tarets of the Marsha and the Primagodim, that when they brought it to the Gizbarim, they felt, even if it's after Yish, and it's a problem for them to be Makdashit, however, they felt that at least they could give it to the Gizbarim, the Gizbarim now will be kind of through the concept of Yish Vishin Rishos, and now they would be able to go ahead and give it to Hektish. The Gemara tells us further, A person is not allowed to measure an amount of sa'irim and to give in front of his animal on yantif. Rashi says this again falls under the category of medida, of measuring, which is asr on yantif, because it looks like you're measuring to sell it. Now, the Mukha Shleim Rav Shleim Zalman in the Sefer Masechus Be'ah 
brings down an interesting shaila. He says, some wanted to say that to take a thermometer and to measure a child to see if he has fever, see what his temperature on Shabbos and Yantif should fall also under the category of the Isser Medida of measuring on Shabbos and Yantif. Obviously, it will be done not with a thermometer, which is electric. That would be a problem by itself. But with a mercury thermometer, some wanted to say that it's still forbidden because of the Isser of Medida. And like Chazal, the Gemara Masech, the Shabbos and Kufnun Zayin of Bez says, all Medidas, all types of measurings are Aser. However, if Shlomo Zalman Orbach himself argues, and he says, the whole Yisrael of the Isser will be fine of measuring and Lishko weighing things is only because it's like a Uvdu Dechal. Like Taisus in the Sechda Shabbos says, and Daf Kufcha Vavam Ubeiz, Divri Amaschul And therefore, Zakhtar Shlomo Zalman, the whole Isser is only Shaykh by certain weights and measuring, which I'll be right they would used to use these things for Mekach Memkar or other masu matin of chayl. And if we're going to go ahead and be matter people to measure things and weigh things, the concern was they'll end up doing things However, Zatim Shlomo Zalman, measuring and taking the temperature of a child, measuring their temperature, which is something that has no connection at all to Uvda Dechayl and Mecca Memkar, this is something which is just done for people who are sick. Nothing to do with the weekday and nothing to do with Mecca Memkar. And therefore he says he feels that this is not included in the Isra Medida on Shabbos and Yantif, and it's perfectly fine to take the child's temperature, again with a mercury thermometer. Alpidus Yisrael of Shlomo Zalman says further, that the, even the issue of using a watch or a clock on Shabbos and Yantif and measuring time with it, he says even though we find in the Beis Yosef, in the end of Simen Shinchas and the Ramah, that the Machriel Isra, he says that was only in those days that Alpiraiv, people who would use a watch, was for people working in a base markaches, in a factory, working with different herbs, that over there they would have to machavin the melacha in within a certain time period, and therefore the watches, the timepieces, were used mainly to go ahead and measure Litzarich Dvarim Shachel. Mashenkin, he says in Deris HaKhrenim, in our day and age, She'en Lech Adam, She'en Everyone has a watch, and it's used just to measure time. Therefore, it's not considered a medida of the dechal, and therefore it's mutter to be used to measure the time on Shabbos and Yantif as well. Now, as far as the halacha, when it comes to medida shal mitzvah, measuring of the mitzvah, in the Sefer Pesach HaDvir, in Chela Gimel, Simin Shin Vav, Sivkatan Tezvav, Hebrew comes to say that it's mutter to go ahead and weigh for your kezayis matzah on the night of the Seder. Because he says it goes under the category of Medida Shal Mitzvah, and Medida Shal Mitzvah, he says, should be mutter on Yantiv. He says, Shub that he was to to that which it says in the Sefer Aisil Ailam, that he indeed would have this minog to weigh the Kazayis of Matzah on a skill on the night of Pesach. And he would put on the opposite side of the skill a bag of nuts where he had weighed already from Erev Pesach, which he knew equaled the proper amount of the Kazayis. And that's what he would do, that would be his minug. He says, because after all, in Shulchan Aruch and Simen Shin Vav, Sif Lam and Zayin at Paskins, that it's mutter to be on Shabbos Medida Shal Mitzvah, for example, to measure a mikvah, to make sure it has Arboim Sal. And therefore, to measure the matzah as well, the night of the Seder, seemingly will fall under the same category. However, there's a very stark ha'ara on this mahalach from Taisis on the Avchavtes on the Beis. 
Taisus the Ramasro Shmuel Halachul Amaisa Asul Ashmainan. Taisus ends off towards the very end of Taisus. Which the Achrayim the Ginza Yosef understands, and this is, and this is how the Megillah Sefer as well in certain Pei Beis Sifkatin Beis understands the Kavana of Taisus, based on the Gemara Masechtes Pesachim and Af Memches Amid Beis, which says. That it is usher to need for your dough for your matzah more than the amount of challah. Because of a chashash that it could come lidechimutz, it could become chametz. And therefore, Taisus seems to be saying that even when one is baking matzah on Pesach, he is not allowed to measure out the amount to know that it's the amount of isarin. Practice Megillah Sefer, if there is this halacha, that a medida shal mitzvah is mutter, so this definitely would seem to fall under the category of Medida Shal Mitzvah. That since it's a din to bake your matzah, you cannot need the dough of more than an isar in one shot. It should be perfectly mutter to measure it out. Why does Taisus say it's aser? From here will be Mashman Zakta Sefer that the whole heter Medida Shal Mitzvah is limited only to Medidais where it doesn't, it's not shayach and it doesn't pass by it. The Xayr of Mecca for example, to measure a mikvah, whether it has 40 saw or not. Over there is something, and this is a Chiddush the Megillah Sefer says, he wants to say there are really two categories. There's one category of Uvdu the Chal, and there's one category of Mecca And he says measuring water in a mikvah would only fall under the category of Uvdu the Chal, and therefore it's Mutter B'makam Mitzvah. However, to weigh something on an actual skill, which over there there's Isser Naisif Atikzer of Mekahu Memkar, he says that is never Hutar even B'makin Mitzvah. He says, If someone has a special cup, a measuring cup, where in it he has the exact amount of a Revius, which is necessary for Kiddush and Abdallah, he feels as well that this also would be forbidden to be used on Shabbos and Yantiv, because since over here it's more Daima, to the Xayr of Mekachum Memkar, therefore there is no hatter even the Makkah Mitzvah. However, Abshleim Hazalman argues with the Megillah Sefer, and his shita is that all these cases do fall under the category of Medida Shal Mitzvah, and would be Mutter the Makkah Mitzvah. You have been listening to the Shiurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the Daf worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a daf or masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com. You have been listening to the Shiurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the daf worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a daf or masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.